1: 995 gold that's 833995 gold 833995 g o l d Hey everyone it's Ted from Consumer Cellular
2: the guy in the orange sweater and this is your wake up call
0: Hope you all had a great Thanksgiving and are uh, getting after it today, however you choose, whether it's having a relaxing day off or if you're working hard so other people can enjoy their day off, uh, whatever it may be. We're thinking about you. Appreciate you hanging out with us, joining us. I'm solo today. Clay has the day off. And I want to talk to you a little bit about what I've seen happening right now over at Twitter with Elon Musk. I haven't yet developed, somebody talked about my impressions and voices in the last hour. I haven't yet gotten a really good Elon impression, but I'm working on it. Because he has a very particular cadence, um, but that's something, a conversation for another day. Uh, Elon, as you know, we've talked about it many times, bought Twitter, $44 billion, give or take a billion here or there, something like that. He bought Twitter, and this is fascinating, even if you don't care at all about social media and Twitter. Because of the implications for a whole range of issues, the uh, collusion, I think the proper usage of the term in some ways, the collusion between the Biden administration and deep state elements and big tech to shut down speech, to ban certain people, to undermine some ideas and some points of debate and discussion, that is very much a reality. That has happened. And we have propaganda institutions. I mean, think about how their left is always pushing, not not just for a little bit, but for uh, the kind of, tra- the, they, they call it transparency, but they don't want any anonymous political money to exist anywhere because they want to name, shame, threaten, swat, and destroy anybody who gives to causes the left doesn't like. That's why they, they're always saying, oh, you can't have any anonymous money anywhere. So they're always pushing for what they call more, campaign uh, finance, transparency, or getting dark money out of politics. The Democrats get so much more money in politics, as we saw from this midterm election, than Republicans do. But this is where we are, right? They say that they want to get the money out of politics, and then all the left-wing billionaires can buy things like the Washington Post, pretend there's no political agenda, and you're just supposed to accept it. Twitter is, look, it went for over $40 billion. It's obviously a very powerful, very very influential social media platform. And I've been saying for years, actually, for years, and and some of you will will actually recall it was in uh, June of 2020, Rush, Rush Limbaugh himself, read my tweet storm, if you will, about how we need to have that... Basically, we've lost the the war for propaganda, uh, propaganda machinery in this country. They have all the artillery pieces and we're firing 22 caliber rifles like we can't keep up. Um, and we need to, in the social media realm particularly. And I just said we need a billionaire to come in and build an unsinkable aircraft carrier free speech. Rush read every word of that 15 tweet thread on air on, on the show, on his show, of course. And it now has come true. So it was one. I was sitting in bed just musing about this and, and what needed to happen and Rush read it on air. And now here we are uh, two plus years later, two and a half years later. And sure enough, this is reality. A billionaire did come along by one of the preferred propaganda tools of the Democrats. And it is no longer something they can use to the same effect they had in the past. Elon Musk is seeing all of this, and it used to be we'd argue about this, but the Democrats would say, oh, you're just not, it's just not true. Republicans just don't have popular ideas. And I can tell you this, a, a great frustration um, as a conservative is trying to make the case publicly was if you got attacked personally, doxed, uh, you name it, the pylon, the, the libs would not only let it happen, I'm telling you they would accelerate it and they would actively if there was a big public dispute between a conservative on twitter and anybody who was part of the apparatus anybody who was in favor of the democrats you would all of a sudden it would look like wow the republicans just getting dragged and no one agrees with them and everything. they've been playing games with this they have been truly rigging that game now for over a decade and trying to shape and direct and mold perception and belief as much as they can and the people doing this at twitter as we all see are the worst kind of snowflake woke lunatic the worst <laughs> Just running around whining crying all the time but they can not they can't get their way no one can have anything freedom is you know freedom is violent speech is violent shut up and do what they tell you they're horrible i i'm somebody who i will tell you if anything i am too sympathetic to people I feel badly when people get fired. I feel badly when even, you know, when even people get their just desserts. I think, oh, well, you know, maybe their family's sad now. I do not feel that way for any of the woke Twitterati who have been fired, because not only do they deserve to be fired, they tried to undermine and even destroy careers of other people, and they thought they were heroes for doing so. So this is about justice. Every Twitter lib who cries, an angel gets its wings. I don't know. Or, you know is that maybe maybe a little too much. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Elon tweeted this out, okay? And remember, he's the CEO. He has access to everything. He has seen whatever he wants to see at this point. The engineers who have kept their jobs are real engineers who just want to run a company, well, want to want to run an online platform. The trust and safety and conversational health and like super scared like emotionally unstable libs, they're the ones who've already been fired. So Elon is seeing what's going on at this. By the way, I'm, I'm going to tie this into the Hunter Biden laptop in a second. So I want, I want again, this, this may have cost us the 2020 election, friends. That's why I'm talking about this. You know how we've been discussing was the election on the up and up, and they say, oh, well, you know, election. Yeah, there were some theories about what, what went wrong in 2020 that were not correct. There were other theories or allegations or accusations about how, they changed the rules, rigged the game, and and played dirty to win that were absolutely true. And it is incumbent upon all of us to separate those things and make sure that when we say they're full of it, they rigged it, that's not the way it's supposed to go, it's rooted entirely in fact. And I'm telling you, the rigging of the social media platforms is a matter of and a question of fact at this point. And Elon Musk, as the CEO of Twitter right now, is exposing that. And you have to you have to extrapolate out the same things that are now being found. They never thought this would happen at Twitter. So they were not careful about the sorts of things they were writing on internal company chats, the emails. They, they thought they were in the woke battleship of all battleships. They were good to go. They were protected from on high. That was their thought, you know, by the Biden administration, if nothing else. Right. That the White House itself was working with them and making sure that any regulation would be something Twitter wants, not something that would actually deal with the challenges of uh, free speech in this era and everything else. Here is what Elon is tweeting out. It is objectively the case that conservative political candidates were more negatively negatively affected. ...than progressive candidates. Anyone using Twitter knows this. The question is simply one of magnitude. Let's understand. It's one thing, right, if I say to you, I have been throttled. I mean, at one point I lost, I think, 150,000 Twitter followers in about a two-week period after the 2020 election. Um, But I've been throttled for weeks, if not months, on end. I've had to go back and forth with Twitter. And I don't tweet that much as a result because I just feel like it's, it's such a rigged game... It annoys me, um, but it was it was a totally unfair. I mean, some people, it's like they're telling us to run in a race, and some people had cement shoes on. And I was I'm somebody who had cement shoes on. There were some conservatives, by the way, I'm not going to name names, but who never seemed to get throttled. I think it's interesting. Some people were very cozy with the social media companies, you know, talking about how oh I don't like big tech and big censorship. It's like, well, have you ever been throttled or suspended? Because I have. What are you talking about? If you're a conservative. If you are a conservative and have never been a target of one of these social media companies, I'm talking about people that are public figures. I wonder, were you really fighting the fight? Because it's impossible to speak honestly about COVID, to speak honestly about the 2020 election, to speak honestly about transgender issues and not run afoul of these companies. So people that didn't run afoul, you know, hey, some people just, you know, so I don't know. It's it's about the, about the fame and the dollar signs, not about the cause. Anyway. The next thing Elon writes about all this is it has been really bad. Far left San Francisco Berkeley views have been propagated to the world via Twitter. I'm sure this comes as no surprise to anyone watching it closely. Twitter is moving rapidly to establish an even playing field. No more thumb on the scale. And he writes, as is obvious to all but the media, there's not one permanent ban on even the most far left-wing account spewing lies. You hear that? This is from the CEO, the owner of Twitter. This is from the CEO. He's saying what we've been saying. They never banned the left. It was only the right. This this whole banning thing when it comes to politics was an entirely partisan tool. And they were lying to you about it. You know, they were lying. They're saying, oh, we're not doing that. We're not doing that. And and it it was completely the case that they were elevating lunatic left wing ideas. You know, why is it that all of a sudden the left is saying, oh, yeah, drag queen story hour for five year olds, you know, and and strip shows and everything. And let's bring small children there. People saying how the country gets so crazy. The Twitterization of America has been occurring, my friends, where. It's the battlefield of ideas except one side has their hands and legs tied up and they're supposed to fight against the other side. That's what has been going on here. Um, But now this is the big one. Elon Musk has agreed, according to the New York Post, that Twitter should release all internal discussions concerning the censoring of the New York Post's Hunter Biden laptop story. He wants to release... You want to talk about release the Kraken. He wants to release... The beast here. He wants to show everybody the ugly truth from inside of Twitter because you know what you're going to find: people saying that basically some of them, not all of them, some of them were so sloppy and probably so secure in their, you know, left wing totalitarian thinking that they decided to say, out, you know, out loud, meaning in a text, in an email, we just have to make sure Joe Biden wins this election, guys. Democracy is at stake. Now, you can say oh but Twitter's a private company It can do what it wants well not really because it's actually perpetrating fraud if you say you're running a you know a free and fair um, a free and fair media company but you're not and you are really just a tool of the DNC isn't that a form of fraud and I'll give you an example you know Comcast is a major cable company if Comcast decided in the weeks leading up to an election that they were just going to refuse to air any Republican ads on any of its... Well, you'd say the F, the FCC and the FEC probably would step in. There'd be federal, federal regulations, federalists. Why is a social media platform different? Twitter made an in-kind donation under false pretenses to the Democrat Party in the 2020 election. The CEO is telling you that this is true already, okay? This is, this is not speculation. Twitter made an in-kind donation to make sure... That buffoonish clown incompetent Joe Biden became president of the United States because they knew the whole story about Joe the Uniter, who was just good old Joe. You could trust him. Yeah. You know, ride the choo choo to work just like you takes a lunch pail every day. He's a working man, blue collar folks, all that lying nonsense. They told you about him. It's a lot harder when people think, hold on a second. His son is getting millions of dollars from the Chinese Communist Party. And is taking 10 percent to the big guy who's Joe Biden. You're going to lecture us about good governance and corruption and how messy the Trump years were and all this stuff. And we're basically putting the Biden crime family in office. I don't think so. So we're going to see some very ugly stuff here. But we already know it's true about what they did at Twitter, about how dishonest they were and how they threw the election for the Democrats. You're going to see it Our our worst. You know what they say are conspiracy theories. When it comes to this stuff, our worst fears have all been shown to be true about how dishonest and dishonorable the libs are in Silicon Valley when it comes to power and how they operate. So what Elon Musk is doing, this is I mean, this if you look in the history of big moments for conservatives in media, I mean, there's obviously what Rush built here. Right. And now we continue on to fight in his name and to try to perpetuate the legacy of what he stood for as much as we can on this show. But Rush was a one-man, unsinkable aircraft carrier for free speech. Fox News came along in 1996. Finally, a center-right channel in existence to give a perspective on America that, you know, isn't just overrun with woke lunacy. The Internet, the rise of the Internet, and yes, I would even say the Drudge Report in its heyday. And now I think you look at Elon's purchase of Twitter as another... Moment, another sea change in the dialogue. This stuff is really, really important. You know, they're also using propaganda in the schools all the time, including the books that your kids are reading. And you can do something about that by encouraging your kids to read super engaging books, but they're books that tell them the truth about America and that share your values. That's what the Tuttle Twin series of books can bring. It's a great time of year to give books. You know, I give books to family members, which I know is not for some people. They're like, oh, but like, I, you know, I wanted a new you know, lawnmower or MP3 player or something. And I'm like, look, a book is a better gift. I give them to my family members. There's, there's some thought process that goes into it that's special. Black Friday, you're able to access a great family gift of the Tuttle Twins book at a great price. They're a must-have for every American home. All this week, the Tuttle Twins book series is specially priced. It's their biggest deal ever. They have a bundle that includes all the children's books, activity books, audio guides, books, uh, audiobooks, guidebooks, all kinds of stuff. 75% off the normal price. Plus, there's a mega bundle that also includes all their other book bundles, too. It has the teen, toddler, and history bundles. The perfect gift for all the kids in your life right now, the Tuttle Twins book. Get them for your... Your own kids, nieces, nephews, grandchildren. It's a great gift idea. Go to TuttleRadio.com for this great price, 75% off. TuttleRadio.com. T-U-T-T-L-E. TuttleRadio.com. Get this holiday gift now for kids in your life. TuttleRadio.com.
1: The supply chain of smarts, sanity, and truth. Uninterrupted. Clay Travis and Buck Sexton. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. Like many of us,
3: you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year
0: Nowadays, 20 bucks barely gets you a burger and fries or maybe a quarter tank of gas. You know what it will get you, though? For $20 a month, you can get unlimited talk, text, and plenty of 5G data from my cell phone company, Pure
1: Talk. You'll get the same quality of service as AT&T, Verizon, or T-Mobile, but for half the cost. The average-sized family saves almost $1,000 a year, all with no contracts and no activation fees. You can keep your cell phone number and your phone
0: It is Black Friday ask me anything here on the Clay and Buck show this is Buck coming to you from NYC and uh we got a bunch of calls in want to take some looks like we're hanging out it's uh a good uh, good day for relaxing vibing out spending some time with the people in your life who matter or going elbow to elbow with the masses for that door buster to get the leaf blower with the special handle and the three adapters on it for 50% off the, you know, whatever, however you like to roll. I'm, I'm good with it. I'm good with it. That's, you know, uh, there we go. Randy in Monuments, Colorado. What's going on, Randy?
2: Hello, Buck. Uh, wonderful talking with you. Uh, I have two questions uh, about music. Uh, you speak a lot about your favorite movies, but I haven't heard you talk much about your favorite music styles or or bands. Um, and I was on the uh, I was listening to you months ago when you introduced your new uh, theme song, and you interviewed the musician. And I'm 71 years old. I didn't recognize his name, and I still don't recognize that song. Okay, well,
0: I'll come back to that in just a sec. I'll tell you about some music music experiences that I've had here. If your business has five or more employees and managed to survive not only the pandemic but this recession we're in, you could be eligible to receive a payroll tax rebate of up to $26,000 per employee. This isn't a loan. There's no payback. It's a refund of your taxes. How do you get your business this refund money? Go to GetRefunds.com. Their tax attorneys are specialists in this little-known payroll tax refund program. They do all the work with no charge up front and simply share a percentage of the cash they get for you. Businesses of all types can qualify, including those who took PPP, nonprofits, even those that had an increase in sales. Just go to GetRefunds.com, click on Qualify Me, and answer a few questions. It's only available for a limited amount of time. Go today. GetRefunds.com. No risk, high reward. On the
1: front lines of truth. We're
0: doing Ask Me Anything Day on the Clay N. Buck Show on this uh, Black Friday after Thanksgiving. And uh, you asked about music. So I feel like there's a couple ways. First of all, I always try to avoid the usual. What do people say? What does everybody say when you ask them what kind of music they like? Oh, I like a little bit of everything, so I'm gonna avoid that. All right, you know what I mean. This would be like if someone says, "Hey, what kind of food do you like?" You're like, you know, the tasty kinds. I like it when it tastes good. You know, lots of things, a little bit of everything. So, all right, let me give a little more, a little more, uh, a little more color, a little more background uh, on some of that. So the last, I'll start in reverse. The uh, last, um. Concerts that I've been to and both of them were with my uh, fiance were uh, a, an Australian group called Rufus soul which I'll, very few of you of my parents generation are going to know who they are. And even I'd say of Clay's generation, whatever that is. You guys all know Clay and I are three years apart, right? That's why I like to make fun of him because he's my brother's age. So we're not really different generations, but he's a good sport about it. Um yeah, I, I think uh, the Rufus Dussault, which we went to see in New York, which was a lot of fun. They're an Australian. I don't even know how to describe them. You'd have to check them out on, uh, you know, listen to them in the iHeart app. Uh, Rufus Dussault. And then another group that's actually Canadian called Bob Moses. We went to a concert, uh, a Bob Moses concert. And the thing about Bob Moses is they're named for their Canadian kids who moved to New York. Now they're obviously in their probably late 20s, early 30s, but they moved to New York and uh, they're from Canada and they felt like everybody else who moves to New York, especially from sort of far away, like they really wanted to belong. And so they came together in Brooklyn where all the hipsters are and they said, let's name our, what's the most New York thing we can call our band? This is really how they came up with it. They figured out that Robert Moses, who was the great builder Um, in the era of kind of FDR, Hoover, et cetera, in New York City, responsible for, well, people think of Jones Beach in New York. They think of uh, various uh, expressways. And a lot of that infrastructure building was done by uh, by Robert Moses. And there's a very famous uh, biography by uh, Caro of Bob Moses called The Power Broker. And everybody, you know, Wall Street Titans and uh, law school partners not law school, sorry, law firm, law school partner, uh, law, law firm partners, et cetera. They've, they've all got to have a copy of the power broker on the shop about Bob Moses anyway. So that's how they got their name. So those are the most recent bands I've gone to see. Um, I love 80s. I love 80s music. So I actually our, our intro music here on the show. Tears for Fears, uh, "Rule the World" is, I think, one of the ten greatest songs of the '80s. I, I love that song. Um, I'm trying to think. Well, you guys should give me the li- what. What else is on our our, our intro? Uh, get back into it list of of music. Um, and uh, I, I guess I listen to classic rock. I grew up uh, playing some different uh, classical instruments, so I had a little bit of classical music training growing up. So I do like. Uh, I I was more of a Mozart person. As I've gotten older, I've become more of a Beethoven person, but I really do like classical music and would like to listen to more of it now. I'd want to make a point of it to just have more classical music in my life. Um, So I I hugely recommend that to anybody. There is something timeless about the genius of people like Mozart, Beethoven, Haydn, Brahms, Bach, Tchaikovsky, go down the list, uh, Chopin, that it's never a bad time for, in in my mind, it's just never a bad time for classical music. I actually really do like classical music a lot. I've been to a a little bit of opera here in New York City, um, and uh, I like the opera, but I will say it is pretty long. It is pretty long. So that's some of my music. I've seen Lenny Kravitz in concerts. Trying to think who else I've seen in concert. That was really fun. That was a fun concert. I'm not a huge live music guy. I'm more of a listen to it on my own terms. Um, but I'm a product of growing up on the East Coast in the '80s and '90s, so Stone Temple Pilots, um, Goo Goo Dolls. Yes, I said it. I even like Creed. Now I'm really now I'm just exposing my soul here on the radio. The, by the way, the team here in New York is like we all just we all just had burgers, and they're like, man, you got to say this. You got to say this. Not so close to burger time because you know, do I celebrate a little Nickelback? Yeah, sure. Do I let do I let the Creed come on and just let that cat purr over the over the the airwaves? Yeah. Yeah, I do. I like my 90s rock. There I said it. 90s rock and roll. Smashing Pumpkins, Green Day, all that stuff. So I've told you all all the truth of it, you know? If I was just trying to win brownie points here, I'd be saying, "Oh, I like the Beatles and the Rolling Stones and Led Zeppelin." It's like Everybody likes the Beatles and Rolling Stone and Led Zeppelin. It's like saying, you know, I like chocolate cake and cheeseburgers. Yeah, well, of course. So I am trying to give a little more, a little more uh, background. On this. So you asked about music. There, you go. I do love music. My mother is very, very musical. We all played classical instruments growing up in my family. All my siblings did. Um, I learned how to read music at a very young age, and uh, I actually am reminding myself now I want to listen to more music. Chuck in South Dakota, you got some thoughts for us, Chuck? What's going on? man i
2: just want to tell you you do a, you do a great impersonation of fauci thank you sir i appreciate and that i i have this idea i mean i don't
3: know if you have access to uh, comedy writers but um you and clay maybe you guys can do like a two or three minute skit over the radio where like
2: clay is like the interviewer and then obviously you'll be fauci but you, you give like funny answers you know, we've right actually so.
0: talked just you know we've actually talked about that a little bit before but as long as fauci thank you so much chuck for calling in as long as fauci is still on the scene which i guess he gave his last official public speech we figured we would just use the real fauci audio but you know if we uh, if we if we miss the fauci a little too much we might find some interesting and creative ways to reintroduce him here uh, on the program um and i think we'd ha- i think we'd have a lot of fun with that uh, Steve in Allentown, Pennsylvania. What do you got for us, Steve?
2: Playing Buck. Shields
0: high. Shields high, sir.
2: Real quick, um, you know, meeting the, 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 the uh, you know, your girlfriend's parents for the first time. Yeah, when I met uh, my girlfriend's parents for the first time, it was at what she said would be a family picnic. It was also a family trap shoot. So when I met her parents and her aunts and uncles and everybody, they were all armed. <laughs> everybody had shotguns. They had a scoring table. They had shooting stations. They had trophies. Yeah, that wasn't, that, that wasn't nerve-wracking at all.
0: Well, how, well how'd you do? I, mean, I assume they gave you one. You know, did you, you shoot, some, shoot some orange clay pigeons
2: or what? Actually, um, we were shooting lots of clay birds, and I luckily my father was a rifle and pistol instructor in the Navy. So he taught me how to shoot at a very young age, and I did well. Thank God. And yeah. So you're good to go. You were, yeah. You
0: you were, you were oh, you're you're yeah. just being humble, sir. You were you were ready to rock. Are you kidding me? You're good to go.
2: Uh, well, it turned out well, but I gotta tell you, the first, like I said, you know, meeting oh almost a hundred people, and they're all armed, and they're all looking at me like I'm the entertainment. It, it yeah. <laughs> it, was a, it, was a, it was an interesting first minute.
0: You know, thanks for calling in, uh, Steve. Appreciate you from Allentown, Pennsylvania. I'm trying to think of things that I have. Um, I have a I have a good friend who's uh, from the radio world. Uh, his name is is Dom, and he uh, he's been in the radio game a long time. He's actually guy gave me my first job doing radio. So uh, if Dom's listening, he knows who he is. And and he got me. I tried. I'd never gone water skiing before, and water skiing is one of those things where you see people do it. You know, you've seen it so many times, right? Um, uh, you know, it's just it's just all, all over the place. You see these fun clips of people doing this. If you've never done it before, you stink in it when you start. And you just keep wiping out. You know, the, the boat goes fast. You're like, oh, I'm just going to be skiing. And you're not skiing. You're, like, choking out water because you face-play it, because you lost your balance right at the moment that you got up on the two skis. It is harder than it looks, my friend. So... You know, trying entirely new things. I think it's good for you, if nothing else, because it does it keeps you humble. You know, it keeps you humble. And uh, I always try to tell people I've, I've given a few talks to uh, like high school kids uh, from my own high school. They invited me. I used to get invited to give speeches at my high school and college when I was CIA buck. And then when I became radio buck, it was like, oh, he's one of those right wingers. Can't have him around the youth. Um, but when I would talk to kids, I'd always say embrace the idea of first days, meaning your first day doing anything first day on a job, first day at a new school, first day in a new programmer, because the more you do it, the more comfortable with that you become. And nothing is for most people as sort of rattling and unnerving as the first day of a new thing that you're going to be doing. So, you know, if you've always wanted to do that salsa class, just. Your first day is going to feel a little weird. Just go and do it. You want to learn how to become really – I want to increase my – well, honestly, my my rifle and pistol skills, whatever they were from the CIA days, have gotten – if they were advanced beginner, now I think they're back to beginner, beginner. Um, But I I want to really get my skills sharpened up again, and I just think it's important, and I enjoy it. So I'll be doing more of that. But I know when I get out there on the range, and I've been out there uh, a bunch in, in Florida, it's a lot easier than it is in New York. Um, you know, you've just got to accept that there's that humility of getting back to something or your first day on something, and that's okay. And that's okay. You know, there's actually not someone just carrying a scoreboard around like, oh, you weren't awesome the first time you tried something. In fact, the first time you try something, you're kind of supposed to not be very good at it, right? Or else, like, what's the point of practicing and repetition and the investment of time and everything else? But I think a lot of people get afraid of the first day. You know, the first day, whether it's for the job, the first day in the new class, the new sport, the new activity, and that keeps them from doing it. So, yeah, go, uh, go get up on some water skis and wipe out 15 times. You'll still have a great time. You're just not going to make any YouTube videos about how awesome you are on water skis. There you go. My friends, Pure Talk really does provide phenomenal cell phone service at a great price. It's my cell phone company. That's what I'm on, Pure Talk. I switched from AT&T with zero regrets. There's no reason to stay with Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile when you can get the same level of service from Pure Talk for more than 50% off. This is a company that takes pride in their customer service with 100% of their team based here in the U.S. Pure Talk is a company that believes in family values. They believe in giving you great service at a low cost. It's that simple. They've got no retail stores to support, no sponsorship deals to pay for, and they keep their costs low. Low is in the ability to give you $30 a month. That's right, $30 a month, unlimited talk, text, and plenty of data. The average family saves almost $1,000 a year. When you make the switch to Pure Talk. it's easy and without any fuss. You keep your phone and your cell phone number. It happens in less than half an hour. You can do it via phone. Start by grabbing your phone and dialing pound 250. Say Clay and Buck. You'll save 50% off your first month. Again, from your phone right now. Dial pound two five zero and say Clay and Buck and make the switch to Pure Talk.
1: Truth after truth. You can handle the truth. Clay, Travis and Buck Sexton. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. Nowadays, 20
0: bucks barely gets you a burger and fries or maybe a quarter tank of gas. You know what it will get you, though? For $20 a month, you can get unlimited talk, text, and plenty of 5G data from my cell phone company, Pure Talk.
1: You'll get the same quality of service as AT&T, Verizon, or T-Mobile, but for half the cost. The average-sized family saves almost $1,000 a year, all with no contracts and no activation fees. You can keep your cell phone number and your phone or get great deals on the latest iPhones and Androids.
0: Make the switch today and save an additional 50% off your first month. Choose a wireless company who shares our values, who supports our military and veterans, creates American jobs, and refuses to advertise on fake news networks. Go to puretalk.com buck to switch today so you can actually afford that burger and fries. That's puretalk.com buck. If babies in their mother's womb could speak, what would they say? In the absence of words, they share the sounds of their heart beating, telling you they're alive and growing. An unborn baby's heart is already beating at just three weeks. By five weeks, you can hear that heartbeat on ultrasound, and that's where Preborn's network of clinics step in. Preborn is the country's largest provider of free ultrasounds, and every day, they rescue 200 babies' lives by connecting expectant mothers and children. Those are pregnant mothers deciding on life or abortion. Most often, they choose life. For just $28, you can provide one free ultrasound to help save a child's life. $140 $140 will help rescue five babies' lives. Donate via cell phone. Dial pound 250 and say the keyword baby. That's pound 250 baby. Visit preborn.com slash buck. That's preborn.com slash B-U-C-K. Preborn has a 100% charity rating. Sponsored by Preborn. To Clay and Buck. We're closing up shop here. Clay was on vacation today hanging with the fam. Recovering, I'm sure, from all the... Turkey, green bean casserole. Did Clay say he likes the green bean casserole? No, I can't remember if he liked that one. I got to go back. I mean, Clay and I are talking so much, I can't keep it all straight. Um, I do know that I've tried, is you, although I, I I have celiac disease, which is annoying, but it's real. It's a real thing that I have to deal with. And uh, that means that rolls, I'm kind of I'm anti-rolls, and I will tell you, I get obliterated. Everyone is just like, rolls are amazing. Don't mess with our rolls at Thanksgiving. The team rolls is way too. I I tried to take on big roles and got steamrolled. It was not good. People love the roles with their Thanksgiving dinner, and so who am I to judge or who am I to you know to try to? And they know that secretly I just I'm like until they're gluten free, nobody should have them. Um, so there's there's that. Oh wait, I wanted to, some of you have mentioned you like uh, when we joke around about Fauci because he's literally the worst person, perhaps in the history of the federal medical health community. Um, But it turns out that there are people out there who still, in the media, worship at the altar of Fauciism, and they think that little Tony is just all about health and measures of mitigation to save lives. And sure enough, here is, um, is it, uh, which one is it on, on The View? It's one of them on The View, isn't it? It's, it's, whatever. Here's one of them saying that Fauci's great. Play it.
2: Why do people hate watch Dr. Fauci? If you don't like him, like, carry on. Like, there are other channels, there's other things to do. It's not like he got you to wear a mask or do anything else. So, so like, the, the, focus on him just shows you that they're trying to put their vitriol somewhere because he's here for other reasons so just carry on so dr fauci's a friend of mine it was such an honor to work with him during the height of covid and congratulations on an incredible 50-year career um i was surprised by what a boogeyman
3: he became for the
2: right Mm -hmm. i did tell him early on i was like if you go on tv too much like you're gonna put yourself out there and open yourself to criticism but he'd always say Alyssa, i gotta get the information to the people he just wanted to do his job
0: she can't be that stupid. I mean, she can't really believe that he just wanted to get the messaging out there. The guy was doing cover shoots for style magazines. It wasn't about getting the message to the people. And his message was wrong. The gaslighting around Fauciism is just disgusting. I honestly, I, I cannot have any respect for a person who at this point is supposed to be Informing the public in any respect, and thinks that Fauci was not an absolute nightmare. This this for me is like it's a binary. It is real. You either understand that Fauci is the absolute worst, or your opinion is is invalid to me because your judgment is so compromised. Like Fauci is terrible, and anybody. Should, but you know the reason people it's not that they're not. It's not that they're so stupid they can't figure this out. People hate to admit that they were wrong this is it's really this is a a, its own plague people never want to admit that they're wrong and it's a mindset right they just rather go through life pretending they're right all the time i'm wrong sometimes drives me insane but I, i i'm wrong and it really it really bothers me but i'm always trying to be as right and as accurate as i can be and so my attitude is if you're wrong correct it clean it up deal with it right away and do better next time but for a lot of the lib media, it's, oh, I'm, I'm a genius. Oh, I'm never wrong. Oh, it's great. Yeah, Fauci's amazing. I I don't know, honestly. He's, he's just, oh, it is what it is, folks. At least we won't have to hear him giving official speeches anymore. Thank you for rolling me today on your Black Friday. I hope you have a great one Uh rest of your day or evening. If you missed any part of the show, by the way, go back to the podcast um, I will be, I'm actually going to be heading back down to Florida. i am be spending some time in Florida this winter. We'll talk more about that. I like, I like the weather down there, so I'm enjoying South Florida these days. Uh, but uh, I'll be back with you on Monday, as will Clay. So please enjoy your holiday weekend. Have a great time. And uh, if you wanted to ask a question on the AMA but you couldn't get through, because I know the lines were lit the whole time. Um, Send me a Facebook message, facebook.com slash Buck Sexton, or on Instagram, Buck Sexton. And uh, Clay and I will be back in action, the dynamic duo on Monday. We will talk to you then. Have a great weekend.
1: Clay Travis and Buck Sexton on the front lines of truth. Tunnel the to Towers helps severely injured service members and first responders as well as Gold Star families and the families of fallen first responders. It's already come to the aid of so many heroes and their families by providing mortgage-free homes.
0: The foundation is also committed to eradicating veteran homelessness. Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good. 95 cents of every dollar goes directly to their programs. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel the to Towers at t2t.org. That's T the number 2 T.org